Welcome to the Instagram Stories for Wednesday, February 7th. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. Recently, the head of Instagram, Adam Asari, shared some creator tips and tricks that you need to know about. Here's the video clip. I hear from creators all the time that Instagram simply has too many features and it's exhausting to try to figure out what you should use and what you shouldn't. So today I wanted to create a quick video giving some advice about what features to use and what features you might want to ignore. Now it all starts with what your goals are with using Instagram. Are you trying to sell something? Are you trying to evangelize a cause? Are you trying to get people to come to your shows if, you're, if you gig around the country? Whatever it is that you want to accomplish with Instagram, you should evaluate all the different features we build through the lens of whether or not it helps you achieve that goal. So let's start with photos. If you're a photographer or you're creative and the primary way that you express yourself is through still photographs, great, please post photos. Contrary to common belief, Lots of people consume lots of photos on Instagram. It's almost half of what people consume. Now, if you want to increase your reach a little bit, a couple pieces of advice. One, try carousels. Posting multiple photos at once can make it a richer experience. It also gives that feed post multiple chances to show up in your followers' feeds. And two, if you really want to experiment, try adding music to photos and carousels, which can make that experience more engaging. Now, if on the other hand, you create content that is naturally better suited to video or reels, like you're a comedian and you do stand up or you're a musician and you perform, then please post reels on Instagram because in general, the good news is for you that people are more interested in video than photos. They're just more engaging. Now, if you don't, if you're a photographer and there's no good way to make videos about your photographs, then don't do it. That's totally okay. But if you're lucky enough where video is aligned with what you naturally produce, please lean in, it'll help you. Next, stories. In a world where people are inundated with overly processed content, a lot of what people want to see from you as a creator is a little bit of an authentic insight into what it is like to be in your shoes. So for behind the scenes type of content, how do you make what you make? What does it look like backstage before you get on and perform? This is an amazing way to reach your audience. Now, if you are precious about your brand and it doesn't make sense to share that behind the scenes content, then don't. It's totally fine not to use stories. Lastly, channels, one of the newest features, a great way to reach your most passionate followers. I would guess that on average, maybe one tenth of your followers will actually subscribe to your channel, maybe more, but it's not gonna be everybody because you're actually buzzing their pockets. So if you've got content that not all your followers wanna see, but your most passionate subset do, use channels. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Now, I also wanna remind you that though people focus a lot on reach and that makes sense, it's important that whatever you do on Instagram is an overlap or at the overlap of what you wanna achieve in terms of your goals, like I stated at the beginning, and what your followers wanna see. If your followers wanna see it, but it's not aligned with your goals, don't do it. If it's aligned with your goals and your followers don't wanna see it, then it's not gonna get much reach over time. You need to find that sweet spot, that, that overlap between what you want out of the platform and what your followers wanna see from you. Let me know down below in the comments what you think, which features you love, which you'd like to see that are not built yet, and which maybe you'd like to see us deprecate over time. And I'll see you all next week. Peace. Okay, there was a lot there to unpack, but actually overall, I think that is generally a good way to think about the platform. One of the things that he mentioned though is having to do with stories and using it to show behind the scenes. I feel like I very rarely see people use that stories that way. I'm not saying it's not valuable to do it, but often I just see people sharing either what music they're listening to at the moment or some photo they don't feel comfortable to share on the feed inside stories. I just, I, I want it to be that way where it's behind the scenes, but I don't know that that's 100% realistic of how people actually do it. 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into some of the Mosseri Monday questions, so stick around. And we're back. Let's dive into some of the Mosseri Monday questions, and we're going to start with Threads. The first one, Mark Zuckerberg said Threads has more active people today than when it did at launch. Wild, congratulations. That's not a question, that's a statement. Anyway, here's the response. Thank you. Just to clarify what that means, we mostly look at daily active and monthly active users. And we now have over 130 million monthly active users on Instagram, which is a lot more um, than we had even at this spike around launch. Normally, whenever you launch something, a lot of people try it out and most of them go away. And then you find out what your base is and you start to go from there. I call that the novelty spike. And so it's just awesome to see uh, the momentum, but we've got a lot more work to do. Let's do another threads question. How are you going to keep the momentum with threads? I still feel like I can't find trends. Here's Adam's answer. I got slapped around a little bit on threads for saying this, um, but I don't think trends that we are working on it are gonna massively change the trajectory of threads. They're gonna be an important feature for a small set of power users, which is great because you really want to support your power users. But at the end of the day, one of the most important things for all users, including power users, is that you can reach more people than you can elsewhere. And so we really care a lot about growing the overall community because that is the best and really only way to increase reach for everyone. And that is gonna be, I think, the most important value proposition outside of all the fun bells and whistles like the edit button and chrono feed and the trending and tags and whatever else we build that's focused on making sure that our power users are really excited about the product. I'm just going to chime in to say that I don't really think of threads as a place where you can find trending information. If I really want to know about something newsworthy or trending, I will first go to TikTok, then I will go to Reddit. That's just my opinion. That's how I look of places to get bleeding edge trending topic information. Okay, let's go on to the next question. And the last threads question we're going to do today, do you shadow ban posts with links on threads? This is a very good question. I suspect that Adam will say no to this answer. However, if it has certain words in the caption or in the link, then absolutely it will be shadow banned. If you want to know more about this, make sure you listen to my most recent interview with Taylor Lorenz because we did a deep dive into some of the words that Instagram shadow bans on threads. No, we don't shadow ban or demote posts and threads that have links. Um, some people love links, some people aren't into links. So ideally, what we're going to do with ranking is help people see links who are interested and help people not see links who are not interested. If you're worried about something happening to your account and your distribution, you're not seeing as much as you expect, go to account status and see if there's any flags. Maybe you've had some content taken down recently. Maybe your, con your account is no longer eligible to be recommended. So we're not going to demote you if you post something for your followers feeds, but we're not going to recommend you proactively to accounts that don't follow you. But you should be able to see all of that in line in account status. Let's go on to the next question. Should I delete videos that underperform? I vote yes. I vote take them down, retool them in some way, and post them up at a different time. Maybe you can make them more trendy somehow, or make them in a way that people would be more interested in. Here's Adam's answer. You can if you want to, but usually I think this is because people don't want people to find those videos on their profiles, and you can hide something from your profile grid without deleting it entirely. So you can also just do that instead, um, but it's not going to help or hurt your performance in the future if you delete or don't delete something that you post that doesn't do as well as the rest or as what you would like it to do. I'm going to take a minute here and give you a quick aside. 
I went to see Casey Neistat, who is a famous YouTuber, if you haven't seen him before. I went to see Casey Neistat speak at a expo back in September. And he talked about the Mr. Beastification of YouTube. If you're not familiar, Mr. Beast is an even more popular YouTuber than Casey Neistat. And what Casey said is he makes videos based on art. However, Mr. Beast makes videos based on data. And what Mr. Beast and his team do is, Jimmy, his name's Jimmy. What Jimmy and his team do is they look at every video that they've posted and they see where did people drop off the most? What is the point? What was happening in that video or what was being said at that time that people dropped off in that moment? And then they say, okay, whatever that was that made the maximum amount of people drop off, we will never do that thing again. And they never do. My point is you can look at the data as well and see where do people drop off in your video and use that potentially to inform your future decisions when it comes to your future content. And the last question we're gonna talk about today has to do with going into the office. The question, do you think the hybrid model of going into the office a few days a week works? First, I'll give my opinion. As someone who very desperately wants to work in an office, I do think it works because some people really need that human interaction that face-to-face -face ability to see people's facial expressions and body language and tone and make connections that way. Doing it all through the phone or video conference or often video conference where the video is off, it, it's just so hard to do that. And so someone like myself, I really do appreciate going into the office. I don't have an office to go into, but that's what I would like. Anyway, here's Adam's answer. I think it can work, but I do think it's difficult. My take is you need a critical mass of people in the office to really get the productivity benefits you do of being together. To be able to hash things out quickly, bump into people in the hallway or on the, you know, in the mini kitchen and figure something out or remember to push on something or to ask something. And so in general, you know, we are different levels of health across different offices, but each need to get to a critical mass uh, on certain, on at least three days a week. Otherwise, I don't think it's working. And we're, we're kind of on the cusp of that, but we're not quite there yet. Okay, that is going to do it for today's episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you have a moment, please go on Apple Music, leave a review of this show. You can search for the Instagram stories in your Apple Music, or you can go directly there from the link in the show notes and leave a review so others can find it. It's the best way to show me that you appreciate the show. As always, thank you so much for listening. Instagram news got you covered. Sometimes even TikTok. Relevant platforms in the metaverse ahead of a wave without a break or a pit stop. Still waiting for Zuckerberg to give me the big job. Pause. Use trademarks and logos with Insta's permission, of course. If you like the show and you gain some good info, maybe leave a review. It's a type of applause. Just drop me a message if you want to collab. If you got some good content or you want to run ads. At Daniel Hill Media is where I am. TikTok, Facebook and Instagram. 